The truth is, blogging isn't what it used to be. I don't think podcasters understand how important blogging is for their show. Today, I want to get into why blogging is good for you as a podcaster and how you set it up. And most importantly, I'd love to talk about the money. How do you make it profitable? See, I don't want you posting blogs and just taking a transcript from your episode and posting it on a website and that's it. I want you to post it and create content and repurpose your content in a way that is effective. So let's talk about this whole blogging thing. What's up, podcasters? I'm your host, Coach Chris. Thank you so much for tuning in to Pod Central. If you're here, you're watching on YouTube, I appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you're a podcaster that wants to be a part of one of these amazing roundtables, make sure you hit me up on Twitter at Chris Podcasting so we can get you on one of the next seasons. And I'm excited for this because blogging is one of those things that gets overlooked. And now when podcasters do this because of AI, a lot of bloggers, a lot of podcasters are doing it wrong. First of all, why is blogging important for you as a podcaster? Blogging is a big deal because it's a big part of discovery. I do think SEO and all of that stuff and search engine ranking and all of that will continue to change and evolve because of AI and there's so much AI content out there now that you as a podcaster have to take it a step further, right? You want to make sure that you have to make sure that blogging is a big part of your content strategy because your show can only get discovered in so many ways. For example, if I'm searching, for example, if you search for podcast marketing or how to grow your podcast, things like that, those are the keywords that I go after specifically for Pod Central. I want my show to pop up, I want my blog post to pop up, all of that stuff because that makes my brand relevant in the space. And the key here, this is what makes blogging for podcasts so good. You have to have a purpose behind it. See, most bloggers are trying to sell you something through their affiliate business or whatever. They are an affiliate for 50 different brands. They pay people to write blog posts and then they put them all out and they just have a bunch of just crappy content, 3000 plus words and a long drawn out blog post. Like how many times do you look for a recipe or something? You get to the website, you're trying to just find that and you can't find it. It's just so much other crappy information that you don't care about all in the way and it's all distracting you don't want to do that with your podcast so a big reason why podcast so a big reason why blogging is so important for a host is because we can change that when it comes to blog posts we can give people the answers they're looking for a lot faster because our goal is to get people to listen to our show and become supporters of the brand Whereas the affiliate marketer that usually writes a blog post, they just want to keep you on the website for as long as possible. They want to try to get you to click on something and buy. When you go to look at my podcast website, I want you to see the blog post and listen to part of the episode and be like, wow, this is so good. I need to go and subscribe wherever I listen to podcasts. So then you open up Apple or Spotify or whatever. If you on your computer, you send a link to your phone or something, you airdrop it from Apple to your phone or whatever it is. That's what I want. That's the goal. Blogging isn't as powerful as it used to be because it became a spam fest where everybody's just trying to put out the most content, not the best, but the most. And so now blogs, normal blogs aren't as valuable, but for us as podcasters, they can be really useful. Again, you got to remember blogs are important because they help you build brand and be discovered. Now, having a popular blog isn't going to make or break your brand. It actually, you know what? Let me take that back. It can definitely make your brand. It won't break it if you don't have one, but it can definitely make it if you do have one. Worst case scenario, you put it up there and people look at it every now and then and you get some kind of leads from it. You get a few listeners here and there. That's the worst case scenario. But the best case scenario, you dominate a keyword. 
like whenever somebody searches for how to do blank or whatever that keyword is that you choose to dominate, you find yourself at the top five of that. And if it's something that's searched like thousands of times per month, that's going to build your brand really fast. Now it does take time and all of that stuff. That's true. But I'm just saying best case scenario with your blogging for your podcast is you dominate a keyword and then you become more and more relevant in the space because of that. That's like the best case. The worst case, you get a couple of views here and there. It's not going to break your brand. It's not going to take you that long either. Now, when it comes to setting up your blog, there are a ton of ways to do this. Some of the hosting platforms have blogs as a part of their offer. If you pay for a certain level, then you get a website. I've looked into this and some of them aren't all that great because when your blog is connected to their hosting platform, it isn't ranked well on Google. That ranking we just talked about, you won't really get rankings there because it's connected to the hosting platform and it's just not registered to be a podcast website. It's not, reg it's not registered. Sometimes it's not registered to be a website. It's registered just as an affiliate blog or something like that. And when that's the ranking you get, it could really devalue your platform, honestly, because then Google's not going to rank you. Now it's even harder to rank for keywords. It's much more of a process. Now you could also use something that's really more time consuming to set up, to be honest, like WordPress. WordPress is good, but it's going to take you more time to set up. It's going to be a more straining process. It can be really complicated at times. You got to worry about plugins and if this works and that works, it could just be a pain setting up the theme too. I personally am not a fan of using WordPress anymore for a podcast website. It's not necessary unless you're one of those people that has a connection to somebody that can help you set it up really easily. I wouldn't suggest stressing about it that much. It just it isn't worth it. Now, there are also some apps you can use like podcast page. Podcast page is great because they're just literally there to take all your audio from your show every single episode and then put it on your website as its own blog post, which is what you would have to do anyways. Then you can go in there and add, actually edit the blog and add content, remove content, add the headers, add images and all of that and make it look better. And podcast page is good because it's a way to cut that setup process from WordPress in half. Honestly, more than that, because once you set up your account, your podcast is already connected to it. So podcast page is really good if you're a beginner and you want to look into getting started. That's really helpful. In terms of the hosting platforms that have the best websites, I'll have to go with two. That is Blueberry and Transistor FM. Those two have the best podcast websites I've ever seen. And they're really efficient because obviously it's set up for your show. So you're going to get subscribers and generate leads and all of that stuff. But I like that it's not that complicated to set them up. It's actually pretty easy to set things up on Blueberry and Transistor FM. They're both platforms that are designed to make things pretty easy for you as a podcast host. And I think that's what podcasters should be looking for. Not the most expensive thing because you think that's the best, but what is a tool you can use consistently that's going to make hosting your show, producing, planning, all of it easier? The truth is you're going to get that through Blueberry or Transistor FM. And I would even say podcast page, right? You don't want to change up everything about your show, but those are the top three options in terms of a podcast website, because then you can post really good blogs. You can add extra page to just have your offers on. For me, I had a whole extra page just to set up for people don't want to be on a show or my podcast alumni program. I have so many reasons to have extra pages on my podcast website. And those top three options give me that.
Okay, now my favorite part, the money. How do you make it profitable? How do you make your podcast website profitable for you? There are a couple different ways. Number one, you could have your offers available there. Literally just have a page set up for products. And when people go there, they see a list of your products, a short snippet, maybe a little video, or I would even say just a photo, obviously, and a button where they can go and schedule a call or they can sign up for your email list, all of that stuff. Have a page that's set up just for your products. I think it will be smart for every podcast to have their guesting offer available there. So what that means is when a guest pops up on your website and they're looking at your content, listening to your show, they have to complete the form right there on their website. You can even link Pod Central to this as well. It's going to help. It'll make it a lot easier for you to book your interviews. So if you have that page set up of be a guest and then it's a simple breakdown of what you expect, your requirements for your guests, the qualifications that they must meet, and then there's a button and it leads right to your Pod Central booking form. Pretty simple. I personally think it's also smart to have your lead generation up there too. For me, I have multiple courses. You heard me talk about the podcast booster program. I have a program set up just for podcast agencies, all of this stuff. I want to have that on the website because then it's easy for people to access. So if you hear me talk about it on the show, you go to the Pod Central podcast website. It's right there. Pretty easy. The key with the podcast website is making things that you sell easily accessible. I don't know why people have this obsession with making things hard to find. I'm not going to put the price on the website. You have to schedule a call to talk to me about it. Sometimes it's better to just have it on the website because you get rid of a lot of people who aren't really worth the time. So making your website profitable is just about being ready and being in a position to close a deal when people come to you. Because the truth is the people that are trying to pay for consulting that's $1,000 or more or whatever it is, they're going to come to you directly. But everybody else can go to your website and buy those digital products, those courses you have, whatever it is. You sell all of that through there. If you sell merchandise, sell it on that podcast website. It blind it blows my mind when I talk to these people that have all of this stuff they want to sell, like merchandise and bags and pins and stickers. And they sell it from like a Shopify website. Like I get that could be possibly easier, but it's better for your brand long term to show people you're serious and you're professional. And you do that with having your own website. Shopify is cool if you're going to set the store up and everything. I know. But if you're a podcaster and you want people listening to your podcast to buy your stuff, why not have it all in the same place? So if you're listening to the show right here, you can also buy this merchandise right here. It's like this episode was about blogging, but it turned into a website because it's essentially what it is. Setting up a blog for your podcast is essentially setting up a website for your podcast. I think you should have more than just a blog on there, more than just the episodes. Have your products that you offer. If you have a team of people, have them up there, showcase them, give them some spotlight. I would even suggest having your guest booking page. When people want to book interviews, before they schedule a call with you, before they email you or DM you, they should have to go there and look at that page. If they contact you on that page, if the person reaches out to you first before looking at the page, you should send it to them. And then after that, they should know the process they have to follow to be a guest on your show. I think every podcaster will benefit from that. Is blogging important for podcasters? Yes. Is it hard to set up? It can be. I would say it's a priority. You want to prioritize this, prioritize certain keywords, use those consistently in titles and show notes as much as you can, and you'll be on your way to profitability. Now, if you have any other questions about this whole process and setting things up, hit me up on Twitter at Chris Podcasting. I'll put a bunch of links down in the description down below. But again, if you have any other questions, send me your podcast. I would love to listen to your show. I love checking out new shows and I'll see you next time.